Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Launching our new segment tonight, I'm very, very excited about this one. It's called The Immortal Argument. Every Wednesday, we're going to go and have a look at one star player from the past and discuss whether they should become a rugby league immortal or not. I've got a collaboration for this one. All the designs on my Instagram are being done by Fresh Graphics. Uh, Have a look at them on Instagram. He's doing some fantastic things over there in his own little space, and I absolutely love the designs he produces. It's fantastic he's doing these for me. A little bit of an uptick in the designs, obviously, off the back of the stuff that I normally do. Uh, And for something like this that I'm really excited about, I think it was necessary. I'm going to try and have one of these every week during the season. So we're kicking off a week early. And tonight, I thought the best one to kick off with is one that I'm really confident of, that they should be an immortal of our game. It is, of course, the Brisbane Broncos all-time legend, Darren Lockyer. One of the true champions of our game, and we don't use that term loosely. We've got great players, we've got excellent players, but very few champions. He's in the right category. Darren Lockyer, for me, he's a fantastic guy to kick off this new segment with the immortal argument. Of course, we're asking the question today, should Darren Lockyer be an immortal of rugby league? And for me, I think it's an absolute no-brainer, to be honest with you. I'm not sure what more Darren Lockyer could have done. Uh, He burst onto the scene as an 18-year-old in 1995. uh, Was with the Broncos, went through the whole Super League saga, obviously won that premiership with them in the Super League, defeating the Cronulla Sharks in the grand final there. Uh, It's after the Super League, though, that his career just explodes. Um, Darren Lockyer becomes the best fullback in our game by far and away. Uh, he wins Dallium Fullback of the Year, 1998, 2001, and 2002. Uh, you know, the only years in that five-year stretch where he misses is 99 and 2000. 2000, he wins the Clive Churchill Medal. They go to the Grand Final. They defeat the Sydney Roosters on Grand Final Day, and Darren Lockyer takes home that prize. I mean... This guy, as a fullback, he was incredible. He, he truly was unbelievable. He was so quick, and his instincts were just second to none. Yes, he was in a good team. I understand that. But you cannot tell me 
that every single team Darren Lockyer was in was in, was wasn't improved out of sight simply because he was wearing that jersey. This guy it's just something else. He, he was an absolute freak. Um, 2001, he wins the Dalian Representative Player of the Year. He also did that in 2006. Uh, 2006 is a really important year for Lockie, but I'll, I'll get to that soon. Uh, Ron McAuliffe, medal 2001, 2003, 2006. He wins the Golden Boot twice. He wins it in 2003, and he wins it in 2006. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Now, I've just mentioned Lockie. Dalian Fullback of the Year, 98, 2001, 2002. He's already won, what? two or three premierships by this point. Simply incredible. Um, the best fullback in our game makes the move to 5'8". Now, in the modern game, if a fullback moves to 5'8", if a 5'8 moves to fullback, it's not a huge shock, yeah? You look at the guys in our game now, I mean, I've always thought Cody Walker would have made a great fullback. I've always thought that Jack White, and he obviously was a fullback, now he's a 5'8". He played a little bit at centre as well. Cameron Munster, a guy that was a premier fullback in our game, still would be a premier fullback in our game. He's now playing 5'8". Scott Drinkwater is another guy playing 5'8 for the Cowboys last year. Looks potentially to be playing fullback this year. Matty Moylan's another one. It's a transition that we see all the time. Back then, this wasn't normal. Yeah, guys, fullbacks were not second 5'8s. Lockie was. He was the only one in the game that was. Um, the guy that, you know, came after Lockie and was the, the best fullback after Lockie was probably Anthony Minicello, and he definitely didn't have the skill set to be able to move to 5'8". Uh, the guy that came after him, Carmichael Hunt, he was in the shadow of Darren Lockyer at the Broncos, and I think that a lot of those skills were transitioned onto Carmichael Hunt. He was able to do it. Billy Slater emerged, and... Personally, I don't think Slater could have played 5'8". I think, I, like, not, not to the level he played fullback. And this is what made Lockyer unique. He was the first real guy to turn the fullback position into a second 5'8". And I know that Billy Slater gets credited with re- revolutionizing the position, which I agree he did. But it was Darren Lockyer that kicked this off. Carmichael Hunt carried it on, and then Billy Slater completed it. So... Darren Lockyer obviously makes the move to 5'8", uh, partly because Wayne Bennett knew that he had Carmichael Hunt in the squad. He had to get him in the side somewhere. But Darren Lockyer, he went from being the best fullback in the world, changing positions, which they weren't similar positions then. They were so far from similar positions, it wasn't even funny. He moves to 5'8", and between 2004 and 2007, he wins Dallium 5'8 of the year three of those years. 2005 was the only year he missed. So for me, Darren Lockyer, I mean, he was the best fullback in the game, switched positions completely to a completely different position that now is very relevant. Then it wasn't. It was unheard of. There was so much uproar about Darren Lockyer moving to 5'8". There were so many question marks around this move. And comes Lockyer. Yeah, he wins three out of four years. He wins the Dallium 5'8 of the year. He wins a premiership in 2006. Just... You know, unbelievable. That 2006 season, uh, you know, he wins He wins Dallium 5-8 of the year. He wins the Golden Boot. Uh, Queensland win origin. You heard that uh, that audio at the start of this podcast with Lockie Peter Sterling's talking about him. And true footy heads, when you hear that audio, would have taken you back to the moment. It was, of course, a minute after uh, Lockie up. It's 14-10. Queensland's down. There's not much time left. Lockie kicks it deep. Gets down there, puts pressure on. I believe it's Matt King takes the first hit up. He gets put down on a, on about the Blues 10. Brett Hodgson gets into dummy half and throws a bit of a loose pass. And this is where the instincts of Darren Lockyer kick in. This is where Origin was turned on its head from this very moment. This is the moment that changed Origin. You can tell me about Cam Smith. You can tell me about Thurston, Slater, Inglis, all these guys in the eight in the row. This is where it starts. 
this is where Queensland start building their spirit again. You've got to remember, 2006, the Blues have won three Origin Series in a row. Hitler, Andrew Johns, all these guys coming out of retirement, doing an absolute number on, on Queensland. And then Darren Lockyer, in this one simple play, in this one split second, he changes the history of State of Origin. And for me, he changes the history of Rugby League. Can you believe 15 years ago, if we were to say Queensland would win eight series in a row? Mate, it is just unbelievable. It is it is simply incredible. And Darren Lockyer, he changes it in this one split second. And this is where we talk about special footballers. And, you know, I, I, I believe it genuinely is a thing that for some guys, the ball bounces to them. Some guys put themselves in positions where they give that football every opportunity to bounce to them. And it's just a gift. And Darren Lockyer had this. And it showed in that moment. Even when the pass was loose, you saw the ball in the air. It, there was New South Wales players everywhere, but Darren Lockyer, his instincts kick in. He puts himself in the right position. And as it does happen to champions, the ball bounces to this champion. Darren Lockyer scores under the post. Queensland go up 16-14. And changes state of origin for almost a decade. It is a simply unbelievable moment. Lockie laid such an incredible platform in State of Origin for this Queensland side to go on and do amazing things over the next few years. So here he is. He changes the course of State of Origin forever in 2006. Later that year, he wins a premiership with the Brisbane Broncos. He knocks over the Melbourne Storm. Uh, this is a team that would go on to be pretty handy, the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, an incredible outfit. He kicks a field goal in that game. He has an unbelievable game. Uh, we get to the end of the season... And he's playing for Australia. I'm not sure if it was a Tri-Nations or whatever it was. It was at the SFS. I was there to watch this game. And, mate, the try that, that he sets up for Jonathan Thurston... Sorry, the, the, the Thurston goes through and sets up a try for Lockie. And it is just... It is poetry in motion. This season, 2006, there was nothing, absolutely nothing that Darren Lockyer couldn't do. He was unbelievable. He won everything he possibly could outside of a Dalian medal, essentially. He was unbelievable, Lockie. Um, you know, obviously goes on to win the Wally Lewis medal 2006 as well. Uh, Australian Hall of Fame in 2008. And for me, I think it's a matter of time till Lockie has to go into the Immortals class. He is just... To be the best in two positions is unbelievable. Now, I mentioned for the Kangaroos, you know, that try that he scored to win the Tri-Nations. For me, I remember the NRL, NRL Rose put up a thing at the start of the year talking about the best Kangaroos ever, and I said Lockyer is my best Kangaroo. He was just an incredible leader. Whichever position he was playing, he was a guy that when the pressure was on, when someone needed to stand up in the moment, it was always Lockie. I think it's the 2003 Kangaroo series I'm thinking of where... England's up by a few points in nearly all three games, and Lockie comes up with a play at the back end of every game. He is just, he was an absolute freak, Lockie. He was a locker room guy. He had it all. Party boy. I know the Broncos obviously look like pretty heavily looked after him up there whenever he got into a bit of trouble, but he was just the ultimate footballer for me, Darren Lockie. To be the best in two positions over this long was unbelievable. And I mean, you know, there's the last four or five years of his career where he doesn't win any awards because you've got the Smiths, you've got the Thurstons, these sort of guys coming through and whatnot. But, mate, Darren Lockyer, I'm sorry, was there ever a season where he wasn't a top five player in the league? Was there ever a season? I think from 1998 until 2011 when he retired, I always think every single year he was a top five player in our game, if not a top three player in our game. I am such a huge fan of Lockie, and I think that he has to go into the immortal class next. I think he has to be the next man in. Uh, there's another guy that I believe should go in with him that I'll talk about over the next few weeks, but today's about Darren Lockyer, and I just, 
I can't understand how this guy can't be there. And I think that anyone that pushes against Darren Lockyer being an immortal, uh, you've got something personal against him, you hate Queensland or something along those lines. I'm New South Wales through and through. I used to hate Lockyer when we used to come up against him in State of Origin. But there is no denying this guy. He is one of the best leaders we've ever seen. He's one of the most talented footballers we've ever seen. He is tough as nails. There's so many moments with Lockyer that I'll never forget. I mean, that field goal in the 06 Grand Final... Uh, there's a try-saving tackle he makes on Michael Devere in State of Origin where Michael Devere, he he is flying, yeah? Lockyer has got about 40 metres to cover and it's just, it is one-on-one. Not only does Lockyer get him, but he drags him over the sideline. Just an incredible athlete. I, I still think one of the worst moments in rugby league for me to watch was the night, and I'm going to guess the year. I'm going to say 2008. And I believe it was Wayne Bennett's last game before moving to the Dragons. Well, it turned out to be Wayne Bennett's last game. And I think it's Ashton Sims takes a hit up. The Broncos are up against Melbourne. He drops the ball. And about two tackles later, Greg Inglis scores. And Melbourne uh, Melbourne go into that grand final. And Wayne Bennett leaves Brisbane. And the anguish on Darren Lockyer's face is something I will never forget. It's a scene in rugby league that it will just live rent-free in my head forever. I felt so sorry for Lockie that night. He had a cracking game. He had an unbelievable season. I absolutely love Lockie. And, you know, he copped scrutiny during his career. That, 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 that first half season where he was playing 5-8, my God, the amount of experts that said, Lockie cannot do this. They need to move him back to fullback. A couple of years later, he's the best 5-8 in the game, and he's one of the best 5-8s we've ever seen. I think the one knock against Darren Lockett is, of course, that he never won that Dalian medal. Uh, same as Brad Fittler. They're two guys that never managed to win it. But, I mean, for, for me, the Dalian medal, to some extent, it is flawed regardless. I don't really look too far into not winning it, to be honest with you. Maybe I'm biased there, but I just think it is a bit of a flawed system. I think that... There was always guys in his Broncos team stealing points of him constantly. He was always surrounded by really good players, and whoever came there turned into a really good player because they were playing with Lockie. So I don't invest too heavily as far as Lockyer and Fitlard not winning a Dalian medal. It really doesn't mean that much to me, to be honest with you. But Lockie, being the best at two positions in our game, uh, everything he achieved in State of Origin changed the history of State of Origin forever. State of Origin will never be the same again simply because of Darren Lockyer. That is the start and the end of that story. He changed the absolute peak of our game for eternity through his actions. And what he did for the Kangaroos is unbelievable. What he did for the Broncos was incredible. Uh, Obviously, Clive Churchill medal in 2000. He was probably unlucky not to get it in 06. He did absolutely everything, Lockie. And for me, he has to be an immortal of rugby league. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.